The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. We have an emergency podcast. Second hire, the coaching cycle, Antonio Pierce, to the Las Vegas Raiders, joining me to break it down, decked out in full Raiders regalia for some reason with a Raiders helmet behind him, and perhaps fittingly, a Bengals helmet behind him, which we'll get to in a minute, John Breach, Johnny, Antonio Pierce, interim head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders, hired on a full-time basis as of Friday night, or Friday afternoon, should say. It was about 4 o'clock uh, p.m. <laughs> while we're recording this. Producer Harry and yourself. I, I've, you know, I'm, I'm sitting at home with Robbie and I had to do some TV things. But you and Producer Harry rallied. You, you threw your kid in the closet. Harry um, put his life on hold as well. Shout out to everybody for doing that on these interims. And, uh, or the, excuse me, on these emergencies. And now we have Antonio Pierce, full-time head coach for the Raiders. I think this is a smart move. What say you? Yeah, I think this is a brilliant move. I felt like this is what it was headed toward all week, really the past two weeks. And, of course, the Raiders turned this into a Friday news dump. They had all week to announce it. Uh, but I do absolutely love this. Look, I think this is Mark Davis's way of saying, all right, you know what? I blew it with Rich Passaccia. I already tried the interim coach thing. That guy got me to the playoffs, and I decided I wanted to make a bigger splash. That splash blew up in my face with acid, and now I am going to not blow it this time and keep Antonio Pierce. So, yeah, this this seemed like the logical decision, which usually you know seems like common sense, but Mark Davis doesn't usually do the logical thing that is common sense. Well, I would say this. like This, to me, is – okay, a couple of things here. One, Max Crosby – there's, I mean, they're a franchise player, right? Like the right. Big, like the most, like the most important player to their franchise right now, a guy who uh, is an all pro caliber pass rusher, defensive player of the year caliber guy, had an insane season once again, flies under the radar a little bit. You know, they don't have a quarterback right now. They have Devontae Adams, but I would say that Crosby's sort of the face of the franchise. And he said he would demand a trade from the Raiders if they didn't hire Antonio Pierce full time. You, I mean, that you don't you don't see that happening ever in sports where somebody's like if you don't hire this guy I'm demanding a trade and we also had the you know really I think there's the Basaccia stuff at play there is the Raiders responding to Antonio Pierce after the early season not mid season early season firing of Josh McDaniels the team responded to Antonio Pierce played great frankly if they played like that the entire year they would have been in the playoffs or in the playoff hunt, like very much in the playoff hunt. 
And additionally, the Harbaugh, the specter of Jim Harbaugh was lingering out there because Mark Davis did not commit to Antonio Pierce, wanted to go through the full search. Um, Jim Harbaugh uh, had uh, hired Donnie as an agent. He's been talking to the Chargers. We'll sort of delve into that more later. But generally speaking, it felt like the Raiders were the other team in on Harbaugh, and Mark Davis loves to make a splash hire. Jim Harbaugh would be a big splash hire. Whoever lands him, you're going to think you know that team has a big-time shot at immediately turning things around based on his track record. And so I do wonder if some of this is finding out in back channels that Harbaugh, like, like it wouldn't be surprising if Harbaugh got hired by the Chargers in the next 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever it is, maybe Monday, something like that. Um, but I'm not saying they're settling for Antonio Pierce because I think they're doing the right thing here and hiring the right guy. But it's definitely a little bit reactionary to, I think, what's happening with Harbaugh and almost certainly what happened with Rich Passaccia. Well, I think everything. It's a little bit of everything because it might yeah. not even involve and Max Crosby. Yeah, Harbaugh doesn't have to be thinking about taking the Chargers job. If he's just on the fence about taking the Raiders job, and we don't even know if that's true, you cannot take. You have one in the hand and nothing in the left hand, so you go with what you have, and you have a great coach who proved himself over the last half of the season. So I don't think you can wait and hope for something better when you already have potentially something great, and also. You mentioned the Max Crosby thing. You also had Devontae Adams come out and say, hey, look, Antonio Pierce gets my vote. And when you have one of your star players saying, I'm going to ask for a trade if you don't hire this guy, and your other star, your offensive star player saying, you got to hire this guy. Are you going to call their bluff? Are you going to not hire him and then see how they react? Because that would be a pretty bold move. And uh, that, that's how an organization collapses when you just have a total coup in the locker room with Devontae Adams and Crosby saying, yeah, well, we don't want to play for this new coach that you hired. Uh, but that is not going to happen because they both seem to love Antonio Pierce. And, and one point to how well he coached over the final half of the season, uh, we know that Josh McDaniels got fired after going three and five. Antonio Pierce coached nine games. The Raiders went five and four in those games. Not only did they go five and four, from weeks nine through week 18, the Raiders gave up an average of 15.9 points per game. That was number one in the NFL. They literally had the best defense at stopping the other team from scoring over the final nine weeks of the season. I mean, that's insane for Pierce to get this defense playing like that that quickly. And it's not like they weren't playing uh, teams that couldn't score. They played the Chiefs twice with Antonio Pierce's coach. Arrowhead on Christmas Day. And I was going to say, I feel like that had to be the win where Mark Davis really thought, okay, you know what? I probably should hire this guy. You go in to Arrowhead on Christmas Day and beat the Chiefs at their own game and your defense scores two touchdowns. I mean, that was a bonkers game. And you also had the, the Vikings 3 nothing game that the Raiders gave up three points and still lost, which is still insane. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, this was the logical hire just based on how they played over the second half of the season. So, looking at Antonio Pierce's uh, career trajectory, it's whole. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not one for media media crime here, and I think Adam Schefter is really good at his job. And I'm not trying to dog Adam Schefter or Seth Markman, who's also good at his job. But ESPN, this is a this is an actual tweet from Schefter. ESPN has become an unofficial training ground for future head coaches. Those who left ESPN for coaching jobs include Bill Parcells. Okay. Uh, Herm Edwards, sure. Left for Arizona State, where he hired Antonio Pierce, actually. Kevin O'Connell, 
very good coach now, but he was there briefly. Jeff Saturday, disaster. And now Antonio Pierce. Like, that's not, I don't know if that's the list I want to be on per se, but I do think, you know, Pierce played from 2001 through uh, 2009. He was undrafted, uh, played at Arizona, drafted, undrafted, signs with the, signs with the, at the time, the R-Skins. He ends up playing with the Giants. And I believe, is that where, um, anyway, point being is like, I think Deuce played with him and Deuce said he was the smartest teammate he's ever had. He coached at Long Beach Poly High School for three years, went and took a job at Arizona State with Herm Edwards. And at the time, and I don't know the real, the specifics of this entirely, but in 2021, he was the associate head coach, 2020 and 2021, associate head coach and defensive coordinator and was in line to replace Herm Edwards as the head coach of Arizona State. And then before that could happen, there was some NCAA stuff that went down and he ends up getting hired by the Raiders in 2022. He's there as the linebackers coach and takes over as the interim head coach. Clearly there was some stuff going on with him and, and Josh McDaniels. I mean, I think that this is very much a, you hired a leader of men. Who's a very smart um, football mind. And if he can surround himself with smart coaches at the coordinator positions and the, and you know, at the coordinator, at coordinator, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, and the position coaches, and they can find a quarterback. I don't know, man. I think the Raiders are a really interesting team. And I, I, I like what he brings to the identity of the Raiders. That's a lot of ifs there, Brinson. My God. But I will say. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't we take a break and you can address yeah. all the ifs after the okay. break. Next. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so Breach, I threw a bunch of ifs out there about Antonio Pierce. If you they did. can find a quarterback, if he can hire the right people. And, and and real quick, before we get to that, and this is all going to be interrelated, but you know, when the Chargers hired Brandon Staley, I think one of our biggest question marks was, hey, look, this guy was a Division three defensive coordinator as recently as 2016, and then he's a head coach in 2021. Is that too big of a jump too fast? 
And so, look, Antonio Pierce was a high school head coach as recently as 2017. Now, I think that is why the interim thing was so big for Antonio Pierce because yes. he got that head coaching experience. I don't think this would have been tough to give him a job if he didn't get that. But now that you saw it, saw that he can rally the troops, saw what he can do, this absolutely makes sense. But as you said, the important thing here, just we'll get to the quarterback part in a second, but from a coaching staff standpoint is you have to bring in an offensive coordinator that you trust. And as we've noted many times that if an off offense coordinator thrives, you're probably going to lose them. You're not going to have them for very long, but then also bring in coaches you can lean on. And uh, as you pointed out to me, we saw that Tom Felicero reported that Antonio Pierce is likely bringing in Marvin Lewis, which I think oh! is absolutely brilliant. Those two are yes. tied together because they work together at Arizona State. Look, say what you will about Marvin Lewis, but the man absolutely reinvigorated a Bengals franchise that was in the toilet. If it was not for Marvin Lewis, he's the one who set the stones and laid the foundation for where that franchise is today. And I'm not oh. saying the Raiders and Bengals are the exact same, but you have a family-run kind of Crazy here's the, here, well, here's the comp I would throw with the Marvin Lewis stuff. Sean McVay and Wade Phillips. Yeah. When Sean McVay got hired by the Rams, he brought in Wade Phillips as his defensive coordinator so he could basically say, I want you, and I don't. we don't know if Marvin Lewis is going to be the DC or if Marvin Lewis is going to be the you know senior associate, senior you know analyst, whatever Marvin Lewis is going to be. But Sean McVay brought in Wade Phillips because he was like, I, I don't know what I don't know. And I don't right. know how to be a full-time head coach and to deal with all of that that comes with being a CEO. And I don't know how to run a defense. And so Wade Phillips is the GOAT, like one of the, one of the greatest of all time defensive coordinators. I'm going to bring him in, let him run the defense. And then, you know, Sean McVay changed how he approached that at that, at that, at the court. But, you know, he's had Brandon Staley, had Raheem Morris. Like to me, if you're, if you're Antonio Pierce, you get this job, you don't need to be like, who's the hottest young name? Who's my buddy who can run the defense? Go get somebody you know you trust who's a veteran guy. Marvin Lewis was the coordinator for the Ravens team that won the, like, the all-time great Raven, right? Or was, it, was he gone then and Rex was the coordinator for that one? I can't remember. Anyway, he was Marvin Lewis's defensive coordinating chops and defensive no, 2000, chops. 2000 Ravens. Lewis yeah, was, was the defense coordinator. Was Marvin was the DC under Brian Billick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, his defensive chops are unquestioned, no matter what you think about his stint with the Bengals. And so I think that's a really smart move to bring somebody in who has head coaching experience with, like you said, a family-run organization. Yeah, and so that tells you that that's already smart decision-making. When you are already ahead of the game, uh, if you're a Raiders fan, you have to feel really good about the future of the franchise in Antonio Pierce's hands. But not only does he have to make this decision with offensive coordinator, but now, you know, this team doesn't have a general manager technically yet, even though they're getting closer to hiring one. But this is a huge draft, huge free agency, because you have to answer the quarterback question. I mean, that is the black hole right now in Vegas. I, you know, I don't think Aiden O'Connell is your quarterback of the future. So if you don't find someone there, it's going to be hard to write the ship, no matter how good your coach is. And so I think that is going to be their biggest question mark. And that's going to put a lot on Antonio Pierce's plate early because he's going to have to get on the same page as the general manager, same philosophy, and same that they're looking for the same thing in a starting quarterback. So this organization is going to have a lot to figure out. Uh, you know, the general manager, whoever that ends up being, and, and Antonio Pierce are both going to be busy the next month or two just trying to lay the groundwork for where this franchise is headed because this is a huge offseason for this team. So the Raiders finished eight and nine. And I believe what game did they fire McDaniels after? 
Uh, he coached eight games, so. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so they fired after the loss of the Lions, right? So it was midseason. I'm sorry, I said early season. Um, man, it felt a lot earlier. Um, it was October, in your defense. Yeah, it's midseason. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, the, yeah. He was fired on Halloween. That's right. Good call, Harry. Harry, Harry remembers <laughs> these. <laughs> Harry remembers these emergency podcasts fondly. Um, you're right. He was fired he on was Halloween because they lost. Hell. They lost on Monday Night Football with the Lions. He was fired the next day. Uh, the Raiders would then go five and four down the stretch, um, including get beating the snot out of the Chargers and getting Brandon Staley fired. Losing a one-score game to the Dolphins, uh, losing to the Chiefs at home, beating the Chiefs later on the road, losing a three-point game to the Colts, and uh, losing a, a three-nothing game to the Vikings. So, well, that's we mentioned the record, but just real quick, of those, he went five and four, and of those four losses, they could have won three of them. Like this, they could have realistically yeah. gone eight and one in those nine. They games. Made the playoffs, yeah. And but now, and I was I pointed that out because he goes five and four. They were only not in one of the games. That was against Kansas City, and then they made it up by beating the Chiefs later. The but the re, the problem is, and I know I, I haven't looked at Ryan Wilson's latest mock draft, but I saw Daniel Jeremiah of NFL Network put one out today, and he has quarterbacks going one, two, and three, right? So, um, uh, 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 Caleb Williams one. I was going to call him Chase for some reason. Drake made two to Washington, and then Jaden Daniels three to the Patriots. And that's the one issue here for the Raiders is the success that Antonio Pierce had as interim coach over nine games, unfortunately allowed them to finish eight and nine, which means that they only have the 13th overall pick. You also have um, Atlanta, Tennessee, the giants. There's just a lot of like, it's going to be really hard to go get a quarterback in the draft. Now they could still do something in free agency. They could run it back with Aiden O'Connell and, and see what they can do. Um, but that's it. That's a that's one of the big ifs. It's going to be. I think. I don't think this is a. And this is where it gets really interesting with Mark Davis and what you expect out of Antonio Pierce. I don't think this is a. Hey, let's sh- like w- you, let's win big next year, Antonio. I think. I think there, there's definitely some rebuilding that goes into this. You know, with a new GM. New head coach again. There's some rebuilding that goes that is in play with this 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 hire. Yeah, I think there is to a limit. I don't think Mark Davis is going to be a guy who sits through three, five, and twelve yeah. seasons and lets you keep your job. I, I think that you definitely have a buffer year for 2024. I don't think Mark Davis is going to fire Antonio Pierce in 2024 no. unless they go one in sixteen or just something completely. Uh, so that's your safety. Like, I that, made a mistake. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. That's where you get things figured out. You know, if they go seven or and 10, eight, nine, again, he's going to be fine. Five and 12, whatever. Uh, but I do feel like this is, uh, after that one year buffer, you've got to have things figured out by 2025. But you know, if you're competing next year, that's even better. And again, the one thing about the draft though, and again, with your head coach, your general manager, you got to get on the same page, figure out your biggest hole, do you want to trade up and get a quarterback is that you do have the bears sitting up there at number one true might be very much open to a trade. You know, there's been chatter. Maybe they are going to take Caleb Williams because that's why they're interviewing Cliff Kingsbury and trying to make that a more desirable destination that Caleb Williams wants to play in Chicago. But if you blow away the bears with an offer, they might think, or maybe you trade for Justin Fields. You know, there's, there's just, there are options out there. Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent. And maybe if you're just looking for a stopgap quarterback, you call Ryan Tannehill and draft a quarterback until you get things figured out. So 
I, I do think there are options. You don't have to hit the home run this year because, like we just said, you have that buffer. You're probably not going to get fired no matter what happens in 2024. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think this is a step in the right direction for the Raiders. I don't think that this is a – I'm not going to say this is an unserious question, but this is a – I'm asking you this seriously. Oh boy. Is there any chance that they bring in Hugh Jackson too? <laughs> I mean, Kevin Gilbride's probably too old. I'm looking at old offensive coordinators for Antonio Pierce when he played. Hugh Jackson was on those those Washington teams with Marvin Lewis. Do you think Mark Davis would let Hugh Jackson come back? I mean, don't forget, Hugh Jackson was the head coach of the Raiders yeah. before the wheels fell off the wagon. two first-round picks after Al Davis died for Carson Ballmer. And, and look, you know, Hugh Jackson had two great years as the Bengals offensive coordinator. If you're, if you're looking for someone who might support Hugh Jackson and just got stuck in a horrible organization where, where the Browns hit rock bottom, uh, and obviously everything's fixed in Cleveland now, but... Yeah, I think that might, you I'm can bring in Marvin Lewis. I'm not sure you can bring in Hugh Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, he seems can. still a little untouchable in the NFL. He just got fired from like a like a uh, a not not a high level Power Five job in the Grambling uh, in, State. In, in or Grambling State. Yes, yes, correct. Um, okay. Anything else to take away from Hugh Jackson? I would say I would I would say that just on the Harbaugh stuff. It will, I don't want to dive deep into this, but I thought it was notable. Jim Harbaugh completed, you know, they, they did the interviews, and then there were several tweets. Schefter and Albert Breer both tweeted that the Chargers had completed an interview with David Shaw and were now Rooney Rule compliant. And like They both had that in the tweet, which is a little interesting because, one, David Shaw has not made, it appears if he has any interest in coaching in the NFL or coaching anywhere, David Shaw is the man who replaced Jim Harbaugh and worked under Jim Harbaugh. And the fact that the Chargers interviewed him and then there were nat tweets from national reporters saying they're Rudy Rule compliant. I don't know. It's all the, I'm just saying the timing of that coupled with, okay, we're hiring Antonio Pierce full time. Cause you would want to hire, if you were in the, if you were in the Jim Harbaugh um, pursuit, if you were the Raiders, you would not want it to leak out you would not want the Chargers to hire in the division, the Chargers to hire Harbaugh and have it leak out that Raiders were interested, but the Charger, but Harbaugh picked the Chargers. And then they're like, oh, I guess we'll hire Antonio Pierce. If you're gonna, if 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 you were pursuing Harbaugh at all through back channels, whatever it was, and he ended up going to the Chargers, and you were and your fallback was Antonio Pierce, you have to hire Antonio Pierce before the Chargers announcement is made, which I think is kind of the whole timing of all this just has my rabbit ears up a little bit. Yeah. I just don't think Harbaugh was ever a serious candidate for the Raiders. I mean, like maybe uh, there's, it, it just feels like the job wouldn't make sense for him. I, I like, I get that uh, Davis definitely would want to make a splash, but it seems like the Chargers would absolutely be a better fit. And, you know, obviously he is uh, using all his NFL jobs to try and finagle reportedly, clauses into his contract at Michigan so he can't get in trouble for any future uh, sure. violations that might come out. Could um, just be using all of these teams. to just yeah, Exactly. Michigan. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, as far as the Rooney rule stuff goes, look, the NFL has to be absolutely thrilled right now because you have your first two hires are minority hires. You have the Patriots hiring Mayo. You have the Raiders hiring Pierce. And so no matter how the rest of this offseason shakes out with coaching hires, the NFL has to be thrilled 
And so I don't, you know, maybe that that didn't look great with the way people were framing their tweets. But now that you're two for two with minority hires, I think the NFL is good with however this shakes well, out. Well, especially after we had, uh, was it last offseason where it was like literally just Caucasians got hired? Or is it maybe it's two off seasons ago? But you know, it was, it was very much like there were art, there were like there were articles like Peter King wrote an article about it and how it was a problem. Um, and now they have the, you know I think look it's good. I mean, you want um, diversity in hiring policies, and uh, Gerard Mayo and Tony Pierce look like two good hires to kick off and the coaching season. Both former players who yep. relate very well to the guys in their locker room. I think that is the more interesting part. And as our guy Ek said in uh, chat, is that. We got two leader of men. You know, we, yeah. we didn't get an offensive coach. We didn't get a defensive coach. We got leader. the guy who will take you into battle, and you want to battle with him. That's right. That's what we got so far. That's just like the Pick 6 podcast, just like you me. You wouldn't take Ryan Wilson into battle, but you take producer Harry into battle with you. Um, we're going to take you out of battle. Call the dogs off on this one. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. That's it for the Antonio Pierce has been hired emergency podcast. We're back every time there's a coaching hire or any firings that occur. Breach says go Raiders, apparently. For Breach, I'm Brinson. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.